Welcome to the Business Ethics Lab podcast. Join us as we talk and share tools for next generation's business leaders on how to get business ethics right. We will discuss different business ethics issues, interview business leaders, and straight talk on how to approach ethics issues in the workplace. I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Bass, and each week we feature University of Nebraska Omaha College of Business Administration Scholars Academy students. Time to start our business ethics lab. In today's episode, we'll talk about ethical leadership. Colton and Parker will walk us through what it takes to ethically lead an organization. Welcome to this episode of the Business Ethics Lab podcast. My name is Colton Adams, and with me today on our podcast is Parker Thompson. I am currently a junior going into marketing and entrepreneurship at UNO while working as an architectural and real estate photographer. And as Colton mentioned, my name is Parker Thompson, and I'm currently a junior studying accounting at UNO while also working as an accounting intern at National Indemnity Company in downtown Omaha. We have a really special episode for you today as we will discuss ethical leadership and how it has become a very important hot topic issue in today's society. You will learn how leaders of organizations can make both ethical and non-ethical impacts based on their role modeling, communication, and disciplinary measures, which are three very important elements every leader should use. While this podcast will be focused on showing how an individual can positively affect the organization, we will also share with you an example of a leader that failed to create an ethical culture because of their lack and misuse of the three elements previously mentioned. Lastly, Colton will bring you an interview with a guest who has a lot of experience in ethical leadership and how an individual's actions can affect the organization. In this podcast, our goal is for you to become more educated in ethical leadership and be able to make wiser decisions in all aspects of your life in which you are leading or influencing others. We all face ethical dilemmas nearly every day within our organizations, and it is important that these decisions represent strong morality and create a positive ethical impact on the organization. With that being said, Colton is now going to dive deeper into our topic in order to give you a better understanding of the information we will be presenting. According to a Bentley University study, 86% of millennials consider it a main priority to work for a business that conducts itself ethically. Ethical leadership could have a different meaning to different people. To understand what an ethical leader looks like, we must first understand what ethical behavior actually is. In a really simple form, ethical behavior basically consists of an individual knowing and doing what is right. The hard part is actually defining exactly what is right. Depending on a variety of factors such as culture, religion, political spectrum, and social economic sectors, ethics are interpreted differently throughout the world. A lot of people would also view ethics and morality as being about the same thing, but I think it helps to look at them differently. Ethics are basically a set of norms and logical philosophical principles. However, morals are beliefs, religions, and cultural values. These are usually principles that are not as logically coherent. It is possible, though, for morality to be the base of ethics. Knowing this, ethical leaders are people who have to make decisions and lead in an ethical way. An ethical leader derives mainly from being both a moral manager and a moral leader. 
Being a moral manager means they put aside their ego and personal interests to support the organization they are trying to lead. A moral leader is basically the core of being an ethical leader. For example, if a manager does not truly believe in the ethical principles that they are following, it will show through eventually. Ethical leaders are usually great at taking feedback and others' opinions and using them to make decisions. They understand the power of leadership and don't abuse it. These people use it well by sharing it as much as possible and trying to benefit their fellow employees. This topic is more important now than ever. According to Forbes, the most ethical companies consistently outperform their competitors by 1 to 4 percentage points. Now that you understand what it takes to be an ethical leader, Parker is going to dive into a real-world issue surrounding this topic. The issue we will be discussing today is the Dallas Mavericks and their sexual harassment misconduct that occurred about a year ago. To begin, the Dallas Mavericks organization was thrown into the light last year, and that light revealed over 20 years of misconduct and sexual harassment against the women working within the organization. In the many reports that came out dissecting the organizational failure, there were hundreds of incidents in which the women in the workplace were harassed and undervalued by the men in the organization. However, unlike many other organizations, the parties involved had no avenue to solve the issues. The upper management was 100% males who were all friends with each other and chose to cover the stories up instead of hold the person responsible accountable. This, of course, goes against all of the three aspects I mentioned earlier, but it most egregiously shows poor disciplinary decisions by the management. One very troubling incident involved a documented abuse of an employee's fiancé who also worked within the Mavericks organization in which she incurred broken bones due to the abuse. When owner Mark Cuban was notified of the situation, he passed the information down to upper management and HR without even considering the women's side of the story. He only spoke to the man accused of the abuse and decided to keep him employed within the organization because of the relationship that he had built up with him. His own blind loyalty to that particular male employee showed clear and obvious poor self-integrity. Later down the road, that same employee abused another female within the organization, and again, nothing was done. Mark Cuban decided to keep him employed without disciplinary actions. This incident and many others like it created an environment in which several women felt unsafe within the workplace with no ways of solving the situation. It is obvious that there was a sheer lack of communication, modeling, and expected behaviors, principles, and values by Cuban. He was showing blind loyalty to his employees and treated the organization as if it were a country club outing with his friends by failing to promote or hire women to fill upper management positions. All of these things, when put together, obviously show Cuban to be a very poor ethical and moral manager due to a lack of role modeling, rewards and disciplines, and effective communication. It is very clear that the Mavericks organization lacked the correct ethical culture and essential ethical policies due to the failure to be an ethical leader by Cuban. With that being said, there are many examples of great ethical leaders, people who truly build a strong ethical culture within their organization. One of those individuals is Matt Andretko, the vice president of global marketing at Valmont, who we will be hearing from as Colton was lucky enough to interview him and discover what being an ethical leader truly embodies. All right, I'm here with Matt, and we're here to ask you some questions about Valmont and ethics. So my first question is, what is your role at Valmont, and how does it relate to ethics? Sure. 
Well, my role at Valmont, I'm vice president of global marketing uh, for the entire corporation. Um, I'm one of the uh, senior staff members that reports directly to the CEO. So in my role, I oversee um, marketing on a global scale through our business segments and how we go to market. Um, and so as you can imagine, from a marketing standpoint, we're, we're constantly conveying messages to our customers and to our partners. And um, we have to do that and we have to communicate in a way that is um, just and right from a business standpoint, mm -hmm. thus bringing in ethics. Yeah. Um, Belmont's core competencies uh, that we, we talk about, we have four main pillars that we kind of do business by. Okay. Um, one is that employees from Belmont uh, operate with, with passion. Um, we operate with absolute integrity. We strive for continuous improvement and we focus on delivering results um, gotcha. like a public company should. So, you know, when we talk about integrity in particular, that is directly tied to business ethics and it means operating our business in an ethical and just manner all the time with everything we can. So anytime we get into a situation where um, things don't feel right or things, uh, you know, don't make a lot of sense, we'll walk away from that business. We pride ourselves on being ethical and we police ourselves very, very closely to that. Okay, awesome. So what kind of advice might you have for someone who's going to become a new manager in an organization or even in Valmont, and what, what kind of things would help them lead in an ethical way? It's a great question. Um, you know, especially new managers that, that haven't had the opportunity yet to, um, you know, possibly have people reporting to them. Um, it's, it's one thing to operate yourself in an ethical manner, but you start to become responsible for other people's actions. Yeah, true. And so you have to keep in mind that everybody has an individual mind mm -hmm. and people make mistakes. Yeah. The key is to make sure that you're in tune to those and that you are addressing them uh, at, a, at a quick way and, and making sure that you're not ignoring yeah. any type of issues that could possibly be coming up. Mm -hmm. I, I'm a big believer that you set the example as a leader, yeah. right? So yeah, if you talk about ethics and you talk about the importance of them, and you also follow through with that in everything that you do, mm -hmm. you're going to um, be the guidepost yep. for these new employees and for the leader. So I would think that a new leader coming into Valmont would look to their leader, mm -hmm. uh, you know, or into a new company to make sure that they're understanding, you know, are they acting ethically? Are they doing the right things? And setting the example, I think, goes a long way with people. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much, Matt. I think that's all we got. Okay. Yeah, thank you. All right, great. Now, as we near the end of this podcast, I want to retrace our steps and hit some key points within the role of an ethical leader. First, it is very important that as a leader, you understand the climate you are in. For example, a nonprofit is built with the purpose of not having to just satisfy shareholders. Thus, while it does still present its own challenges, makes doing the ethical thing a bit easier than someone who must reach goals set by shareholders. This is why in every situation you are in, you need to make sure that you are hiring diverse and ethical people below you who share your same values, but can also bring a different perspective on the company's daily issues. Next, it is important to have codes in place that set clear standards and expectations, along with clear consequences for breaking the standards and expectations. Lastly, you as a leader need to be a good role model in your ethical decisions. Your employees should be able to see how you act to shape their values and decisions within the organization. This means that you not only need to always try and do the right thing, 
but you need to be there for your employees, unlike Mark Cuban was in the example earlier. Being an ethical leader has many shapes and sizes, but you must always discover your values and aim to make your company into an ethical, sound environment from those values. It isn't easy, but with the right mindset and steady dose of hard work, you can become an impactful, ethical leader. All right, that's a wrap on today's podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Business Ethics Lab podcast. And we hoped you learned what it takes to be an ethical leader and that you can apply what you learn to your everyday life. This is Colton and Parker signing off. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you liked what you heard, go ahead and give us a rating and review and subscribe to our channel wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.